Hey there, Sisterhood. April here, and I'm so excited to launch you into the universe of What's Her Superpower. Superpowers, Sisterhood, Secrets Revealed, What's Her Superpower explodes onto the scene, alternating between Real Talk solo episodes and electrifying guest interviews. Hi, everybody. Today, I am with Rue Spence. She is the founder of Sonivia, and she has the Up and Octave podcast. So we are thrilled to have her here and tell us about her journey and what she does and just learn learn from her. So nice to, nice to see you again, Rue. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to it. So tell us what you do. Yeah. So I eat, breathe, and sleep podcasts. So Nivea is a podcasting agency that focuses on amplifying women and non-binary people in the industry. Collectively, we only make up 31%. And that number just doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And, it, you know, it's funny. It's You would think as women, there would be more of us talking on podcasts. I mean, we talk. That's what we do. So I don't, I, I'm like you. I don't really understand that. What do you think is the primary thing that holds us back from getting out there? And, and it's also like public speaking. You know, I've heard that uh, women are very under, under, um, represented. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Underrepresented in the speaking uh, on the speaking tours also. What do you think causes that? I think that there are a few things. The the thing that I hear the most from clients and prospective clients is it's a confidence issue. It's oh, I don't know what I would talk about or who wants to listen to me. And I think that that comes from us making ourselves small because of the way that women talking is perceived that oh, we're gossiping and we're gabbing and all we do is talk and and I think that like so many things, when you economize that and make it a job or make it a, a passion project, even that it gets made diminutive for women that, you know, we can be the majority of home cooks, but most professional chefs are men. And so I think it's the same as that we can spend all of our time chit chatting and talking. But then when you economize talking, it goes to the men. So those are the, the biggest reasons that I tend to see. Hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. And it's the same thing. Like, I'm also a, uh, in direct sales. Uh, I'm part of a direct sales company. And when, when you talk to women and they're like, oh, I could never sell. I'm like, dear, I hate to break this to you. But as a woman, you sell every day. You sell your kids to eat their vegetables. You sell your husband to do chores that he doesn't want to do, whether it's taking out the trash or whatever. You know, if we get a favorite pair of shoes, we tell all our friends, you know, we are natural salespeople. But it's when all of a sudden you put requirements on it, that's when we freeze up like, oh, I don't know what I would say. You say the same thing you would always say, you know, you just talk about what you love. And, you know, I know from firsthand experience, I talked about doing a podcast for probably a year. And finally, it was like, you know what, I've listened to YouTubes, I've read stuff, I've, you know, read articles, I've done all this stuff. It's time to just take some action. So, yeah, it's. You have to start Absolutely. somewhere. I agree. And I think so much of it too is that we, we've we forgotten our roots in so many ways that 
at its core, podcasting is just storytelling. And in so many traditions from cultures all across the world, our stories were held by women and passed down. Oral traditions and oral histories were kept and held by women. And so I, I find that it almost helps us connect to that in, in a really primordial sense to be able to share stories and commune in this way. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's as women, we are the central point to, we're the central point to the family, to the community, to the church, uh, to every everything revolves around women because we have our hands in so many different areas that, you know, when a woman either gets sick or, you know, something happens, it's like everybody around is like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and that's what I really want to emphasize with my podcast is, you know, I want women to see like you following your dream and say, hey, I'd love to do that, you know, and kind of think about like, what's stopping me? She can do it. If one woman has done it, that is proof that it can be done. So, so how did you get into this business? How, you know, what made you start a business? Yeah, so the the story goes probably further back than I realized, I've always loved audio. Just working in sound has always been a hobby of mine, even from when I was like a really, really little kid. I was like the home alone talk boy. That was like my dream. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. I had my little tape recorder. I was like, that was my fun. I would make little mixtapes and, you know, then I put it away, right? And I actually, my, my first career, I was a social worker. I supported families of people with disabilities with getting services set up. And I drove a lot between client meetings. I would have a meeting way up north and then I would have a meeting way down south and then I'd go out west and then I'd, and that's just how my day looked. And that's how a lot of social workers days look. And I got really lonely in the car. So I started listening to podcasts and I was just like, man, this is awesome. And I'd been a long time audiobook listener, but podcasts were little nuggets. You know, you could just have a little podcast snack instead of a big whole commitment of a whole audiobook and I was like yeah I really like these and then we moved overseas my husband's military uh, I know that you were and kind of always are um, <laughs> and so we PCS which is a permanent change of station for anyone who's not in the world um, and we went over to Germany and so I kind of had to reevaluate everything I you know was taking a break from my career because I was super burned out that was a really tough time to be in that industry and so I was like, okay, I have this time. I'm in a brand new place. What am I going to do? And so I got back into theater. Like I said, uh, you know, that was a really big passion for me for a long time. And I was like, hey, I have some time. I'm going to do theater. And that lasted about a month. And then the world shut down. 2020, everybody. I, I don't have to say anything that hasn't already been said. Um, so found myself sitting on the couch in a brand new country which was terrifying and overwhelming and confusing. And, you know, all of those feelings that I know everyone had in so many ways were amplified by being so far away from home. Yes. And so I started a podcast with one of my girlfriends as a way to stay close and, and keep our heads on straight. You know, we were both not sure what to do and not doing well with idle time. And we're like, yeah, let's, let's start a podcast. And so I started my first show and I started it by recording into a video game headset. So you, you want to talk about just doing it. I was just doing it. <laughs> and I, I tapped back into that, like, oh, I like audio. I tapped back into that energy. And like we've talked about off, off mic, 
YouTube University was <laughs> my go-to. And I, you know, found all these YouTube videos, how to podcast, how to edit. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then I did it and it sounded like garbage. And I was like, well, why the heck does it sound so bad? And I realized that it's because all of the resources that I was finding were geared towards what we traditionally think of as a man's voice, which is about an octave lower than mine. Mm -hmm. And so all of the things that I was doing, hitting, you know, the equalizing right here and there didn't sound good on me. It made me sound kind of hollow and tinny. And that's because that's not what my voice sounds like. And so I had to learn kind of baptism by fire, how to make my voice sound good. And so then things kind of opened up, you know, the, the, the pandemic changed. I wouldn't say over because I know people who are still getting <laughs> sick, yeah. but it, it morphed and my girlfriend was able to go back to work. And, you know, so we kind of found ourselves in a crossroads and we're like, well, I think it's time for us to let this project go. And I just couldn't shake loose. I was like, I love podcasting and I've worked so hard to gain so much information that isn't available. And so I started sharing that information by freelancing and editing for other people. Finally, we got back to the States and I, I morphed into a full business, which is Sonivia, where I get to help women and non-binary people make podcasts every day. No, what uh, Sonivia, what does that does stand for something? Where yes. So I actually love this story. It's such a fun question. Um, so it comes from the Latin word sonivius, which is the enlargement of sound. And Latin, like a lot of languages, is a gendered language. So there's a female and a male version. And I'd been kind of playing around with it. And I was like, sonivius, I like that. You know, I like sound, sound getting bigger, cool. My daughter's name is Olivia. And when I fully started the business, she was just a little tiny thing. And so I was like, I kind of want to put her into it because she's, you know, I want her to grow up in a world where she gets to take her voice for granted. I don't want her to have representation be an exciting and new thing. I want it to just be, of course, why wouldn't a woman be represented? And my daughter is half black. Why wouldn't a black woman's voice get to be represented? And so it really came from that. So I was like, Sonivius, Olivia, Sonivia. And I Googled it just to make sure it wasn't you know, already in use or didn't mean something terrible. And I didn't know it. <laughs> and it's actually, since Latin's a gendered language, it's the female version. So it's literally making women's voices bigger, which is... The heart of what I do. So I, I got chills, I got goosebumps, and I still do to this day. I was like, oh my God, it's that's it. That's perfect. So that's where the name comes from. I love that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we know we're on the right track when we get chills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of those things. And I think as women, we pay attention to that. We're a lot more in tuned with men do what men do, you know, whether for whatever reason. But um yeah, I just now you say women and non-binary. So where did that part of it come in? Again, just from representation. I mean, so I mentioned earlier the collective stat is twenty nine percent or is thirty one percent. Excuse me, and women are twenty nine percent of podcasting. Gender non-conforming people are only two percent. And granted, they make up a smaller part of the population, but having such a disparate representation in the industry, I feel like those stories are, are missing from our, our global conversation. And so representation to me is one of the biggest factors of what I do and, and what I hope to bring to the industry. And so finding a place where those individuals can feel represented, can feel heard and can feel accepted, you know, being on the fringes of an identity sometimes leads to some really unfortunate 
things. And so I, I want my space to feel like somewhere that you can just show up as you are and be loved and be welcomed and be heard. A safe space. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have your podcast and is it, do you focus on anything in particular on your podcast? Podcasting, which is a little redundant. You know, I'm, I have a podcast podcast and people are like, oh, a what? Uh, and so I, I talk about all facets of how to podcast, how to get started, what kind of tech to use, editing tips and tricks. Uh, recently, I actually over Thanksgiving, I lost my voice entirely. I had to reschedule a recording uh, with with a with a guest, and so I, I did a whole episode on how to care for your voice and get it back. Um, and that's where like that theater background. I was like, oh, this is what we did in theater. So here's here's some tips that you podcasters may not know. Uh, so I, I focus on essentially the things that I wish that I would have known. And then I am a big old nerd. So anytime that I find out something new, I'm like, oh, I got to tell you about this. This is so fun. So really anything podcasting to, to help make podcasting more accessible. You know, if someone's not able to necessarily work with me one on one, but they still want to get some of that support. That's what my podcast is really there for. Oh, I'm going to have to follow you. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so funny because we were jumping on and I was like, I was listening to on my headset, just checking the sound. And I told her, I said, I can't wear those things. You know, I said, they're not comfortable. And sh she's like, yeah. And I said, I don't know how people wear them. And I look at her and she's got a headset on. And I'm like, yours is probably a little nicer and, you know, definitely more comfortable than mine. But yeah. 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 No, I can be under these for eight, 10 hours a day with editing and recording. And yeah. So comfort is definitely a, a big factor. Oh yeah. If I was going to uh, have it on for that long, I definitely would do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so on as your, as far as your company, now you work one-on-one -on -one with people. Do you have a specialty as far as, you know, who you work with? I mean, besides the women, the non-binary, like mm -hmm. what part just starting out? So I have clients kind of everywhere in their journey. I, I get to work with launch clients and that's always fun for me. That's really exciting to, to work with the people who are like, I have an idea and I haven't talked about it yet. What do you think? And I love that. I love getting to to take that little bundle of kindling and, and blow very gently into it and fan it into something crazy amazing. Uh, so I love doing that. I also get people who are like, hey, I've had a podcast for like two years. I'm super busy. I'm ready to hand off editing, social media, that kind of stuff. I also like that. I, I really, any kind of growth is exciting to me. And whether that's really new baby growth or it's, you know, expanding and really laying down some permanent roots, both of those facets are really exciting to me. And I like to, to work with any level because it helps keep my day exciting if i'm just doing all launches i'm like okay i'm a little tired i i need some you know deep work uh so i i like to be able to vacillate between but as far as topics go i have clients who i have a book podcast i have a wellness podcast i have a millennial life podcast i have a paranormal podcast which is a lot of fun so really for me i, I take on projects that excite me and being able to to go back and forth again, you know, I, I didn't start my own business to be bored. <laughs> so I like to be able to be like, okay, what do I want to work on today? And I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's spend some time with ghost stories. Let's get a little scared. And then, okay, that was pretty scary. I got to calm down before I go to bed. Let me, you know, focus on some authors. Now, do you... Oh, I had a question. Do... Oh, I've lost it. Okay. So where do you see your business go? Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Because I know like there's only so many hours in the day. So have you ever thought about doing courses for like new podcasters who can kind of go through the course and and find out with a little less handholding? All I can say on that right now is that 2024 is going to be a really fun year. Oh, breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> you heard, heard it here first. <laughs> I am currently in the middle of a cross-country move. Again, it's PCS season. So I've, I've kind of got some things that are further down the pipe, uh, just so I don't lose my head. But 2024 is going to be a lot of fun. So stay nice. tuned. <laughs> nice. I love that. So where are you PCS in tune? Where are you at now and where are you going? Yeah, right now we're in South Carolina. We're at Fort Jackson. My husband was going through Triple um, C Captain's Career Course. And next we're off to Fort Carson, Colorado Springs. Nice. So, Very different climate there. Yeah. Like I said, we were in Germany, so I feel like it's kind of going to be going back to that. I'm excited to pull my sweatshirts out again. <laughs> it's been hot in South Carolina and I kind of miss my my cozy weather clothes. Yeah, it was 28 degrees to here this morning. So oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. why I have my little, my, my warm sweater on i love it but okay so we've got big things coming in 24 2024 um one of the things that like for questions because i've been thinking about this because i told you i'm new um what do i want to end with so as a female in business and podcasting what do you think your superpower that you bring to the table is from the female aspect of it Hmm. I would have to say, I think that the the superpower is a listening. And I think that in, a, in an industry of talking, sometimes the listening component gets a little bit lost. And I don't have to name names. <laughs> Anyone who knows anything about podcasting can go, oh, I know who she's talking about. That I, I feel like there is some major talking in circles that happens just to be the loudest person in the room, which apparently makes you the most official sounding and, you know, the most expert. And and so I think that what my superpower really is, is being able to just hear and receive and work from that space. And and that's part of, you know, you asked me why women and non-binary people are my focus. And I, I think it's because this is really a tech adjacent space. And if you're on any of the Facebook groups for podcasting, you'll see there's a lot of mansplaining that happens. And I've had it happen on my own posts. I've had guys come in and I'll say, hey, you know, I just released an episode about this. Well, okay, what is this? And have another guy come in and say, well, actually, it's actually this. And, and they get it wrong. The guy <laughs> got it wrong. And I was like, um, actually, hi, welcome. I'm, I'm the creator of this post. Nice to meet you. It's actually this. And you'd know that if you'd listen more than you'd talk for once. Uh, and so creating a space where my podcasters feel safe asking questions, where they don't feel like dummies, uh, that, you know, it's okay to not know. Believe it or not, we all didn't know once upon a time. No one walked out of the womb saying, I'm an expert podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I, I find that my superpower is having a little bit of humility and being willing to listen and being willing to learn. This industry evolves at a, at a light speed. It has changed so much since I first got involved mm, and okay. being willing to say, you know what? It used to be this, but I don't know that it is anymore. Let me look and I will get back with you. I don't have to be the most knowledgeable person. People work with me because I'll find the answer. Yep. And I think 
and not saying that there's not men out there, but I think as women, we are, we're comfortable saying, I don't know, tell me about it. And where maybe some men aren't quite as comfortable saying that they have, they think they have to have all the answers. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, maybe that's their life. But in most cases, in reality, it's okay to say, I don't know. And we even talked about it before, uh, you know, before we got it on mic and, and it was like, I don't script this. So that's sometimes you'll be like, Oh, I had a question. Oh, what was it? But, <laughs> and I need to get better at scribbling, scribbling notes while we're talking. But, um, yeah, I don't want it to be a script. I want it to be a conversation so we can all learn as we go through it. Um, my last question is, what is your word for 2024? Ah, see, I'm a big word word of the year person. I haven't even gotten that far yet. Oh, man, you're really putting me on the spot. My word for 2024. Oh, maybe it's going to be flex. Oh, uh, there's going to be a lot of stretching and growing in, in my year. I can already with the move and, and some other life things that I can tell that being flexible and being able to, to stretch and, and grow with things and get into some uncomfortable shapes is going to be important. So I think that if, if you back against the wall right now, I would say maybe that's my word for the year. Okay. Well, at least we got have you on the path toward it. So. There you go. Yeah. You're, you're getting that, that started for me. Yep. Mine is connection because oh. I, I do think that, you know, this is the year that, you know, all the, cause I love to connect. Mm -hmm. And I think this is going to really between bringing people out like, like yourself. Um, I had a, a interview this morning, you know, I mean, I'm just so excited about where this is going to go and what's going to come from it. I'm so. excited for you. I, yeah. I really love what you're doing. Thank you so much. And I appreciate your support. Um, you know, even though, yeah, you know, I'm not a client of yours. So just, but her contact information will be in the notes section below in the description. So that way you can reach out, uh, make sure you check out her podcast up and octave of podcast. And then, um, yeah, reach out if you're ready to start your own podcast and see what she's got going. So Thank you so much, Rue. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Forget unicorns. Unlock your true potential with actionable tips, inspiring stories, and a whole lot of laughs. Join the mission. Subscribe now. Find your own What's Her Superpower. Join the mission.